Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Gigi Scarlett, founder of Crypto Tech Women. Gigi learned how to code at the age of 16 and quickly became a powerhouse in the world of tech. Crypto Tech Women is all about helping elevate and educate women to be successful in the ever-changing tech industry. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. I am super excited. We have Gigi with Crypto Tech Women. Gigi, I have been a part of this. I feel like I might have even minted at basically it, it's we're coming up on your one year anniversary. Isn't that correct? Yeah. And I, I do remember you. I feel like this interview has been a long time coming since before my win. So I'm happy it happened. I know, me too. I feel like we have been back and forth trying to make this interview happen for, I don't know, it feels like at least like six months. I I love your background and I want I want to hear from you, but I know like you're originally from Venezuela. You were raised in Puerto Rico, which we were just talking about before we hit uh, record on here, since that's where Jen FT and I are currently located is Puerto Rico. And I know that you have a very tech-heavy background. In fact, we were talking to Tess um, over at Bulls and Apes a few weeks ago, and she was talking about how how you know cool it is that you're a dev and super smart. So, give us just a little more information about you and and your journey into crypto and NFTs. Yay! And I love Tess. So, shout out to her um, for crypto. <laughs> Um, so a little bit about me. Yes, yeah, so my background is in mainly in software engineering. So I started coding at 16. Honestly, just like super random. Didn't even know that I was really coding or what I was doing. It was just really fun and empowering to be able to build websites and just create things. So that was how I started. But that wasn't really what I did because, like I just mentioned, I didn't even know um, that that was even an option for me. It's that disconnect that we have, you know, in the women's space um, and the Latino space where you go to college, that's not really the profession that they're saying, hey, you should go and be a software engineer. And that's kind of one of the things I'm here to change. Um, so before I, I went deeply into software engineering, fun fact, I was a manager in a hotel in Puerto Rico, in San Juan. So I, I also had like my management background back there. But um, after that, I was in San Francisco working as a software engineer at an AI company. Um, and I did that for over three years. Love, you know, love the, the tech space. And um, after I, I started working with that company, it was pretty clear that there was such a underrepresentation for women, especially in the tech space. And I started creating content um, not only for engineers, but also just encouraging people to come work in the, in the tech space without having to be an engineer. Um, going into crypto, I started in 2017 with just tokens. As I kept hearing all of my guy friends talk about it, um, they did push me into going into a conference in Las Vegas. And I started hearing. So that was kind of my very soft start. And then back in 2020, end of 2020 was when I was hearing about NFTs, dived into it in 2021 when I learned that NFTs are not only JPEGs, but they're actually code and, you know, decentralized blockchain code, which is really, uh, really cool. And 
that just gave me a whole idea of, hey, you know, like Web3 really is something that is not only new, but it's innovative. And as a minority coming in, um, coming in early gives me the chance to show other minorities that, hey, there is space for you here. And one of the things that made me really believe that and cement that idea was I actually went to Puerto Rico and there was a, a conference happening. And I, you know, I was networking and, you know, obviously I don't even have to say I was one of the very few women that were there because they were building. And, you know, I got a offer on the spot from a CEO of a blockchain company where they were looking for devs. And even though I didn't have 100% of the skills they needed, just because of my background, being a software engineer, um, he offered me a position for $350,000 salary. Um, which I did not take because I was very committed to my prior company. Um, but it just gave me a really eye-opening experience of, okay, so coming into Web3 early can not only help me bring in um, groups that would normally be left behind, but it can also help them change their life with financial freedom because um, because it's such a new industry. Companies are able to have a lower barrier of entry for jobs that would normally, you know, in Web3, you would look for a person with 100% or 120% of their qualifications. So I'm like, okay, I need to come into Web3 and, and help people come in here and, you know, take a piece of this very early pie. Um, so yeah, that's a very long rant. <laughs> that's, it's that's funny that you say that. I actually um, was reading or heard something somewhere that, like, as far as how men apply to jobs versus how women apply to jobs. Women think that they need to have 100% of or meet 100% of the qualifications, whereas men need, they only need to have like 40% before they'll apply for a job. And I just, I found that really interesting that like women are so like hold themselves back. Yeah. Totally agree with that. It's um, it's your story is su super inspirational for people who feel like uh, they don't uh, fit the typical mold of that type of person that is in that field. Right. And I think in the Web3 space, Minty Cell and I um, are in a unique position where we going into this, we were like, okay, we're, there are not a lot of women in web three. There are not a lot of women in crypto in general. And, um, for me, that's like, all I see is opportunity. I see, I see a problem, but I see an opportunity. And so, um, you know, when you were going into the tech space, did you have any reservations and, or like, what was your outlook on? Like, I'm diving into a space that is, not everyone looks like me. I'm not sure how everyone's going to view me and, and like respect me. Um, did you have any reservations or like, uh, you know, do you pause and think maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Yeah. I mean, uh, to be really honest with you, I don't come from a very wealthy family. I think I'll mention from Venezuela. Um, so I don't come from money and, at the, you know, I start, like I said, I started coding and I, I was doing my thing and I was doing websites for people not knowing this was actually a profession. So this was all while I was in, in Puerto Rico being a manager. I, I love working. I'm a workaholic. So I was doing like five things at the same time. When I moved to LA, which that happened in 2017, 
um, I started seeing ads for coding boot camps. And that was when I realized, okay, wait, this is, they're, they're teaching what I'm doing. And this is more than, than what I thought. So I started researching about it and I had a friend um, who worked at a tech company and we talked about it and he said, hey, yeah, like women are engineers in, in my company. Um, it's a really high paying career. And the gap was that for this, um, the coding bootcamp that I did, you know, it's $20,000 for a six month course. So it's a big, big, big investment, especially for someone yeah. who just, you know, I don't come from wealth. So it, it was a commitment. And what pushed me over um, to do it was one, I am a big researcher. So I looked at all of their reviews and they have success cases and they have one woman who was a brown woman, but you know, I'm Latina, but I can still relate a lot to, to brown women. And I saw her and I was like, well, she, she had, you know, she had success because they were talking about how she got placed in Google after doing this bootcamp. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is a possibility. And I joined one of their office hours where you get to talk, you know, to them and figure out if that's a fit. And the person I talked to who turned out to be, you know, after I graduated, I found out he's actually an uh, engineering manager at a really big company. So he was doing the office hour. And I told him like, hey, like 20,000 is a lot. What happens if I start and I don't graduate? Because it was also really intensive. You had five capstone and five mock interviews. Like if they were real interviews and if you would fail two, you no longer graduate. Wow. So it was also really wow. intensive. Um, yeah. And then you don't have any money back guarantee at that point. So it's like, right. maybe you get a job. That's scary. But he, mm -hmm. it was, but he was, he told me, he's like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy. This, this and that, but like, it's worth it. If you, it's all about you and you know, you, it's you, like no one can assure you anything. Like you have to like do the work. And that, that was what motivated me. So I would say it wasn't really for me about my gender, just because um, in Latino world, as I like to call it, it's not about your gender, really. It's more about like your race um, when when there's bias. So I didn't have like a gender bias in my mind. I, that came later when I kept hearing people talk about it. Um, but yeah, it was more about like, oh, my God, it's a lot of money to commit. But obviously, so happy I did because um, when I graduated, I got the highest offer that anyone yeah. has gotten that graduated from there. And honestly, wow. it was kind of like putting in the work and not letting anyone influence you. I have people that said, hey, you shouldn't use your name for your portfolio, you know, like your website. I had my, I wanted to use my name. And a career advisor told me, Hey, I just want to let you know, maybe you shouldn't use your name and you should use like a gender neutral alias because sadly there is bias and some companies may see you with your background. My background was like a flower background. Like I was ready to show my femininity because I am a feminine person. And mm -hmm. he was like, and you know, like the flowers and all that. And I just didn't really care for that advice. I was like, I completely agree. But if someone doesn't want to hire me because I'm a woman, or because I have flowers in my in my photo in, behind me, then you know it'll be really hard for me to work for them anyway. 
So I'm, yeah. I'm very glad that I let any of, of those things influence my decision about going into tech. That's good. Good for you. I mean, I, I 100% agree with you on the fact that like, if like they always say, you know, um, don't change who you are to just to fit into that mold or whatever, because if, if they don't like you or they don't want to work with you, then, then you're not going to want to work with them either. Right. So I, kudos to you for that. <laughs> so I, I want to know um, what was the idea? I mean, obviously I feel like your background built up to crypto tech women. I just, I love what you're doing with the, the project and the education, the education portion of crypto tech women. So what was the, I guess, like the inspiration behind it and, and getting started, you know, making it happen. I mean, launching an NFT project is, you know, not an easy thing to do. So I want to hear just about that story behind it. Yeah. So, so when I started working at this tech company, um, shout out to them, their forethought. So if anyone needs um, AI, customer service generated by AI, you know, I built a lot of their products. So I love them, but also just they're amazing people. So anyway, while at this company, I was their first uh, woman software engineer on the team. And when I started, it was less than 10 of us, you know, forward to when I left, we were over 300. So it was a lot wow. of growth. Yeah, it was really, it was a really good experience. But um, when I started, I started seeing, um, I would go to networking events. So for anyone out there, I do recommend you to go to online or in real life networking events. I would go to these and obviously like women would, would be the minority in these. And that made me think of, I should be sharing my content online and I should be talking about it because so many women don't even think it's possible for them because they don't see other people, which was kind of where I came from as a child. I didn't see a woman being a software engineer. So I, I saw Mark Zuckerberg, but not a woman. So I never even thought of the idea. So I started creating mm -hmm. content. In Web2, I built a community um, called Keith, Jason Tech, which were women from all over the world that aspire to be in STEM. It didn't have to be software engineers. It could be any STEM um, field. And I had built that community over um, over two years, you know, and I would already be uh, representing women everywhere, going to colleges and speak about the opportunity that it was being in tech. So like I mentioned a little bit before, when I started seeing that in Web3, there was a lower barrier of entry. Um, and after I learned how to code Solidity, which is what sold me on Web3, I thought, okay, so... I'm encouraging people to come into Web 2, but, you know, let's be real, a lot of this thing in Web 2, there's people that have been studying it for years, right? Like, if we talk about a language like Angular, which is so old um, in, in so many ways, like, I come in as a freshman, and there's someone out there with 20 years of experience. So, you're already in a disbalance, but how about mm -hmm. if you're coming into Web 3 as we're so early? And you start getting that knowledge now, like it could be the other way around. Like when people catch up, you've been here for two, three years. So mm -hmm. that really opened my eyes to, you know, I want to bring people into Web3. So I had a few friends who I have to give them the props. They're the ones who said, hey, you should do what you're doing in Web2 and Web3. And I spoke to four of them differently and everyone had the same idea. So 
I can't even really take credit because it was them. Um, but I started building my community, just engaging, making friends. And as I was learning about how, you know, Web3 communities are and, you know, the, the big question, should you give for utility or not, I decided, you know, I do want to give utility, which is what do you get for holding this NFT, this digital collectible? And, you know, something that for me, I always say changed my life was education. So going on a bootcamp changed my life. Learning how to code at 16 changed my life. And I wanted to be able to give that back. So it, it also was the fact that when I started like in crypto Twitter um, early 2021, I saw that there was such a lack of high quality education. And it just made sense that, you know, with my background, and with the way that education has impacted my life, that I would do that for other people. So uh, we're saying uh, for early members of Crypto Tech Women and you hold our collectible, you have access to um, W3 Learn Academy, which is an educational platform. Um, we were the first um, community to ever launch an educational platform as part of their utility or, or as part of the benefits of membership. Um, and we've been working with brands and thought leaders to create all of these courses. Like we just launched this one with Unstoppable Domains. And as you pass this course, which currently we're focusing on short form masterclasses, but as soon as you pass this course, you will be able to get a quiz. And then that quiz, once you pass it, you will earn a proof of knowledge um, NFT, which is an on-chain credit that will forever stay in your wallet and you can't sell it it will always be in your wallet and it proves that you have passed this course so um we're currently in beta and it's still growing so for the future you can imagine this being even a more gamified experience and also mm -hmm. including more of a way for anyone and everyone to be able to join as we are going to continue to develop our content to be um longer workshops where um, you could be coming from Web2 or just the tech space and you want to learn about, you know, how to write code um, or you want to be a community manager. So we're going to have this type of workshops in there to take anyone from, you know, meet you where you're at. You don't have to be an engineer. We're a generalist platform. But we do want to give you the tools to come into Web3 and, you know, do impact, create. And if you click on the perks um, tab, you can um, also see, uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. if you so now that you're in this perks page, um, as you can see, beyond from giving this courses to um, our community, which you can access through your NFC as an early member, we are also giving all of these perks um, through your NFT. So if you are someone who are interested in building a company, creating content, as you can see, we have. All of these huge discounts that you can access through your NFT, um, which is again, we want to be that hub for learners and builders. And as crypto tech women, we want to be that place where we empower women, um, you know, to to take action and, and join Web three. Having said that, we are a community for all, but we are making a huge effort on bringing minority um, groups into Web three. This is amazing. Like I knew, I knew there were perks in here, and I've looked at. I mean, obviously I'm a holder because I have access to all of this stuff. Um, and I knew there were perks, but I did not know there was this much stuff in here. I mean, yeah, that's huge. That's so, huge. There's so many. 
So how have you gone about partnering? Did you just reach out to all these companies or are they, did you have ends or how did, how did you make that happen? Cause that's amazing. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a balance. I think in the beginning it was mainly us trying to prove who we are and prove that we're here to stay. And, you know, eventually as we continue to grow and we've also, I have to say, we've also gotten really good support. I know Eva Gloria tweeted about it. I was able to do a panel with her for a, a charity um, global gift foundation, which was amazing. So I think having the support as well of, of people that can really rally behind your mission and inspires others to say, okay, so how can I do our part? So this was kind of that we had this company reach out to us and said, hey, um, we manage um, SaaS discounts for companies and we would love to partner with you and offer this to your community. And I'm like, okay, where, where do we yeah. sign up? Because it was amazing. I, I mean, I personally am using them as well as I'm signing up for new things. I'm you know, using this discounts myself, because as a founder, you have to take advantage of those discounts. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go look through all of these and see what we can use, because I know there's stuff in here that that looks interesting to me. So this is, this is really cool. Like I said, I did not realize there was this many things. Uh, yeah. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, you definitely want to go check out the video. And, and see all these discounts and deals, companies that they've got partnered with. And um, the other thing that I, I like about what you guys are doing, well, A, I mean, you've got the training, you've got all these perks, but you've also got a job board. So you have, uh, let's, I don't know how many jobs are in here right now, but so if you're looking for work, you can go train and then you can potentially get connected with somebody who's, you know, looking to hire. So I think, yeah. I think that's and really cool. If you go into that talent tab, um, so if you click on talent, you can see that companies can submit jobs for us. Or if you say, I'm a candidate looking for work, you can join our talent collective where companies get to see who are people in our community, where they're so you might not be looking for a job and that's something you can add here. You might not want your identity to be public as, you know, you may have an employer that right. you don't want to see you. So you're able to do that here. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're really getting that part of let's help you get placed. Let's help upskill you and, and give you the knowledge that you need. But we're also, as you know, into the part of fun in real life events because Education mm -hmm. can be really fun, but not for everyone. So we're also going into the part of let's create real ties with real people and have fun while we do that. And so, I've actually been to two of your events. I was at the the yacht party in New York, and I was at your Art Basel event at the mansion. What that was December last year, and super yeah, fun, fun events, super fun events. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, we love doing a lot of um, online events to be inclusive. We have a community, like, everywhere. So um, from the United States to North, um, South America to Europe. So we try to be as inclusive with our approaches and try to make um, an effort into connecting people with each other. Because I think that's where the real utility is in, in Web3 is networking and making those connections that will want that will one make you want to level up and two make you want to stay and you know like either grow with people or build with people, which is really cool. Well, and I've got the upcoming events pulled up here and I'm like, oh my gosh, some of these things sound so much fun. So 
On February 16th, you're doing a Valentine's Web3 game show with NFT communities. That sounds like a blast. Uh, this POAP 101 masterclass sounds amazing. Curious, once that is, because I, I can't attend that class, is that going to be available for after the fact? Or is that a one-time? Yeah. So our, our master classes are on demand. We are testing by adding them into the calendar for people that may just want to add it to their calendar and then check it out as soon as it comes out. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's on demand. You get to see it whenever you want to. Don't quote me on it because right. maybe in one year we change and it's time to right, right. sign up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're just testing and trying out what works and what our community likes, which I think, you know, for anyone out there, that's the beauty of Web3. It's then you get to iterate and try and get feedback from your community and in a way build with them, not for them. Because, you know, in Web2, if this was a Web2 platform, we kind of just do everything and we push it out. And then, you know, right. whoever is our user or our client will get it versus having that community that can help guide um, like your research and your, your experience. Oh, that's awesome. This is so good. I just love that you're like collecting, you've got, You've got the education focus. You've got the career development and the career focus. You've got the networking community focus. It just really seems like a, a really holistic approach as far as a project goes. And so I'm, I'm curious. It sounds like you're doing so much now. What is the future of the project? What is it your future? What is the team's future? What does that look like for us? Yeah, so currently we have a new community manager that I'm really excited about, and she, um, her name is Yara, um, or Visionary, and she's going to be pretty much owning the community part. Um, this year, or in December, we started trying out more um, calls on Google Meet and Zoom, and those have been going great. So I think for us, 2023 is a year to elevate the experience for W3Learn Academy, there's a rebrand coming. And like I said, we want to bring in the gamification. Um, so just creating better, high quality content. Not that right now it's not good. It's great. It's just short form. And we want to make her to be able to take you from zero to absolutely 100. Not everyone loves long form. So that's why we're going to have a little bit of both. Um, yeah. But yeah, honestly, 2023 is a year to continue to grow our community, continue to give love to it and find what works. Um, and grow our educational content. So it's more about onboarding um, safely and continuing what we started versus trying to add new things that, you know, will just result in less focus on the things that matter. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love the onboarding that you're doing because I know, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of a ton of communities and I feel like you never really know what all a project is doing, no matter how how deep you are in it. So I love that you're doing the onboarding. And I also just wanted to say congrats on one year. And I'm excited for the anniversary party. That'll be fun. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah. and yeah, so I was going to say like onboarding calls, anyone can join. So if you see that on our calendar, come in. It's basically us walking through like what are the perks of membership and even if you're not a member, how can you participate? Um, second, we do have a newsletter that's free for anyone. It's called Path to Web 3xyz And that's a 30-day daily newsletter 
It's very digestible. Um, it's just like, we're going to take you from zero Web3 knowledge. We're going to help you get started with a wallet with um, using MetaMask. But we're also going it? to teach you path, all of... Path to Web3.xyz? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. So we're going to take you from zero knowledge. And by the end, you're going to have so much knowledge that you can start onboarding your friends. You also get to claim a free NFT, um, you know, for your achievements. Love that. And this mm -hmm. newsletter is also getting translated to Spanish. So uh, maybe by the time this episode is out, you'll also be able to onboard your um, Latino friends in it. And yeah, and honestly, it's like the whole onboarding part for us is so important. So if you also go to W3 Learn Academy, you will see that there is a, a masterclass that you don't need to be a member for. Um, you can only you can sign up with your email and we will walk you through what are crypto wallets, what wallets should you have and what is good crypto wallets hygiene. Um, as we want to make sure that everyone who's coming into Web3 knows how to do it in a safe in a safe way. I love that. Yeah, that's that's um, we're we're talking a lot about that uh, on the Nifty Chicks Minty Cell and I because safety is such an important role and it's all so new and it's so easy to you know, make mistakes in this space. So I love the fact that you're, um, you know, taking that extra bit of care for anyone looking to get involved and looking to step into this space who may be new. And even those who are not new, who've been in this space for a while, it's like really important to always be thinking about that. So um, that's amazing. I love what you're doing. Yeah. I, I love that too. I have to also add, what's funny is we were just talking about, you know, onboarding and, and things to look at when looking at new projects to possibly get into. The fact that you're offering something where people can go check out, find out what they get, like get the whole layout of what you're doing before you buy. Because most, I, I feel like a lot of these projects, they don't tell you that. I mean, you may get a little bit from the website, but you don't really know without spending a ton of time, like looking at all the, you know, looking on Discord, looking on Twitter, searching through their website, doing all these different things. So the fact that you lay it all out there, I love that. Yeah, we, we do a 30 minute call and we have a deck that we'll send you later. Um, so if you even subscribe but not show up, like you will still get the deck with um, an overview of what we've done, where we've been, what you get, why you should join and how can you join as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. And you know, for us, this is a long-term play because it's really not about just right now. This is about the future of, of what we're doing and the impact that it will have. Um, and also I love the with, art. <laughs> I love the art too. I have to admit, it's, I mean, it's, it is a women in tech and, you know, maybe you don't think of yourself as a woman in tech, but I'm like, hey, like, I have my friends who are on Twitter on their computer, so I just send that to them. I'm like, this is you. Right, <laughs> right. It's been an awesome experience and we've been partnering with nonprofits as well to provide free uh, a free workshop for them on how can their community members get started in Web3. And, you know, if anyone out there is looking to partner, definitely message us. We're always looking to create more ways to be inclusive and, and create impact. I love it. Hello, Gigi. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that we were finally able to make this work and, and get you on the show. I, um, it just makes me love this um, project and community even more than I already did. 
So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. It, it's always amazing. I'm so glad it finally happened. Can't wait to see you IRL soon. Yes, yes. Um, is there is there anywhere in particular you want to send people to? I mean, obviously, the Path to Web 3, the W3LearnAcademy.xyz, um, like follow you on Twitter? Yeah, I would say yeah, go to our website. You'll find all of our links there. And yeah, give us a follow on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We're we're trying to be where our people is at. So we're not trying to convert you into coming to Twitter if you don't like Twitter. Um, right. We're trying to meet you where you're at. So even if you're just curious and haven't made the full jump yet, we're happy to to find ways to support you. So Gen FT, that quite possibly was one of my favorite episodes or interviews that we've we've done, and that says a lot because I've pretty much like everybody that we. <laughs> that we talked to. Uh, but yeah. I was I was really excited to get Gigi on. I just think she's very inspirational. I love what Crypto Tech Women is doing. I, I mean, like I said in the interview, I it this just makes me want to like double down on on the project. Yeah, I think she she has clearly a vision of like how to bring several components together into something that's easily digestible. Like it's easy for someone to walk into the the space utilizing crypto tech women and her leadership and all that the team is doing. So I think she's mm -hmm. got a, a bright future ahead of her. I think the, the project does too. I am so excited to actually get to see her face-to-face -face in NFT NYC. I'm so looking forward to that. Yep, yep. So we will definitely be there um, at her event. Um, hopefully we'll be doing something in partnership. And once we know more about that, we'll definitely share that here on the show. Uh, in the meantime, want to make sure that you are following us on the socials, because of course that's where we will announce and share, you know, any of, uh, those events that are happening. You can find us at the Nifty Chicks. That's the Nifty N-I-F-T-Y Chicks, C-H-I-C-K-S. That's right. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself because you are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.